educate, we inform, we entertain, we play feel-good music. Fresh FM. Welcome to the Tuesday edition of Freshly Pressed on Fresh 107.9 FM. I am Lulu Fadoju. Of course, on Freshly Pressed, we get to look into the papers, get some couple of details, some perspective from an analyst, and then you also get to share your thoughts on some of the stories that made the headlines today. My name is Lulu Fadoju. I have the Ponch newspaper before me and the Vanguard newspaper, starting with the headlines. In the Ponch newspaper, you have this one. Unclaimed passports supply accurate contact details. Immigration tells or tasks Nigerians. Away from this to another one having to do with sports. Okagbare yet to appeal 10-year ban. Away from this now, you have this. Okay, women must play key role in addressing global issues. That's coming from Mohammed. FG begins agro-investment scheme for empower beneficiaries. Federal government may spend 93% of revenue on interest in 2022. That's coming from the IMF. Another one, CBN sets 1 million naira limit for cash collection centers. That's also in the Ponch newspaper. Another headline is still in the same paper. You have uh, higher oil prices will increase subsidy cost. Fitch tells Nigerians. Naptip DG orders intensified hunt for child traffickers nationwide. 
Ulubadoin Council to review chieftaincy titles. Ladoja others await promotion. Our story is also in the Punch newspaper this morning. AKT 2022, INEC releases final list of candidates. That's also in the Punch newspaper. Away from this now to other headlines, also from the same paper, that's the Punch newspaper. We have uh, this one, uh, 12 days to convention. APC holds forms. Governors divided. Wike Obaseki continue verbal war. Governors allege betrayal. Unguarded comments. ASU extends strike to May. Parents beg federal government, says demand. Rather, parents beg federal... Rather, ASU extends strike to May. Parents beg. Federal government says demands met. That story is there in the Punch newspaper. AIG warns against illegal use of police uniform. That story is also there in the Punch newspaper this morning. Away from the Punch newspaper now to the Vanguard newspaper for a couple of headlines. Before going into details, uh, you have this energy crisis, a nationwide blackout as national greed collapses. That's in the Vanguard newspaper. Dismissed policeman jailed 27 months for stealing on father's funeral. 2023, Tinubu has experience, capacity to reposition Nigeria. That's coming from Davis Kazington. Federal government addressing Nigeria's housing challenge. That's coming from Buhari. Gloves off. Obaseki, Wike fight dirty over party issues. LG autonomy, a political ruse, deceptive. That's coming from Akira Dulu. We'll be looking into that particular story later on in the course of the program. Still taking headlines from the Vanguard newspaper. God not happy with Nigeria's situation. That's coming from Ghani Adams. Also, I take a similar headline to this one, but I'll be taking it again. Also from the Vanguard newspaper, Olubado in Council to review honorary titles. That's in the Vanguard newspaper this morning. Another one, uh, ASU extends rollover strike by two months as parents express frustrations. Okay, you have this other one. It's a it's an opinion piece. It says, in Nigeria, ignorance myths limit access to family planning services. That's also in the Vanguard newspaper. SEC shuts down three companies for operating illegal, illegally. That's in the Vanguard newspaper. EFC, EFCC arrests Osondu Iguilo, three others over $100 million fraud. That story is also in the Vanguard newspaper. And you have this one from APGC saying, why national grid collapsed? We'll be looking into that in the course of the program. I'll be going on a quick break. When I return, I'll be taking details of these stories before turning to my analyst for some perspectives. Stick around. It is still freshly pressed on Fresh 107.9 FM.
Welcome back. Now let's get to the nitty-gritty of the stories that made the headlines. Uh, starting with this one in the Ponch newspaper, Wiki Obaseki continue verbal war. Governors allege betrayal on guarded comments. River State Governor Yensum Wike has described his Edo State counterpart, Godwin Obaseki, as a politician who is given to serial betrayal of those who help to advance his political aspiration. Wike spoke at the inauguration of the community secondary school, Omwanwa, in Ikwere local government area of the state on Monday. He said he owed a former national chairman of the All Progressives Congress, Adam Soshiamali, an apology for opposing him when he insisted that Obaseki was a treacherous and ungrateful man. This was contained in a press statement issued by Special Assistant on Media, Kelvin Ebiri. A story runs on and on there in the Paunch newspaper this morning. Away from this now to another story from the same paper. ASU extends strike to May. Parents beg. Federal government says demands met. The Parent Teacher Association of Nigeria has appealed to the federal government and the academic staff union of universities to, as a matter of urgency, resolve the issues leading to ASU strike so that students can go back to school. Speaking in an interview with the Punch, the national president, PTA, Dan Juma Haruna, said an additional two months strike would have devastating implications on the education sector. Our story is in the Punch newspaper. I'll see if I can take. Meanwhile, ASU has cautioned the Minister of Labor and Employment, Chris Ngege, and his Ministry of Education counterpart, Adamo Adamo, against tra- taking trade union actions against university lecturers. Though the ministers had not announced plans of taking actions against the union, ASU said it was necessary to caution the ministers against taking a hopeless step in a bid to get the striking lecturers back to work. ASU President Professor Emmanuel Sudeke disclosed this in an exclusive interview with The Punch. I'll still take one more side to this particular story where, okay, I'm trying to get the federal government's perspective on uh, this uh, particular, okay. I'm still trying to see if I can get that particular angle from the federal government because the federal government says it has met. Okay. Meanwhile, the Minister of State for Education, Emeka Wadriba, while reacting to the extended strike, said the federal government had met all of ASU's demands. In an interview with journalists at the end of the commemoration of the 2022 Commonwealth celebration in Abuja on Monday, Wadriba said all and earned allowances as well as revitalization funds had been released. That story is in the Punch newspaper. Quite interesting there, back and forth between the, the ASU and the federal government. So in the Punch newspaper, 12 days to convention, APC holds forms, governors divided. 12 days to the National Convention of the All Progressives Congress, the ruling party has failed to sell forms to aspirants, while all the committees set up by the APC to ensure that the convention moves smoothly have failed to begin sitting. This is just as the punch learned on Monday that the governors were still very much divided on who the consensus candidate should be. An FGC chieftain who craved anonymity told the punch that so far, it did not seem as if the party will be holding its convention on the 26th of March. Our story is there in the Punch newspaper. Let's move now from the Punch to the Vanguard newspaper. Energy crisis, nationwide blackout as national grid collapses. Nigeria's national power grid collapsed again yesterday, leaving the entire country without electricity supply. The latest collapse followed weeks of bickering among operators that has led to poor power generation by the electricity generation companies. Checked by Vanguard, or checks by Vanguard on the National System Operators Portal showed that 
As at 7 p.m. last night, a new plant was on greed. At press time, an emergency meeting of the operators with the government summoned by the Minister of Power was still ongoing. At stories there, the Association of Power Generation Companies, that's APGC, said on, had on Sunday blamed poor management of the greed by the Transmission Company of Nigeria as one of the factors responsible for low power generation in the countries. In the country, rather, that story is there in the Vanguard newspaper. Another one from the same paper. This one is coming from Akiri Dulu. LG Autonomy, a political ruse, a deceptive. Chairman of the Southern Governors Forum, Governor Rutimi Akiri Dulu, yesterday described the local government autonomy as a political ruse and a deceptive charade. Akiri Dulu said this at an event organized to honor living heroes who were involved in the struggle for the creation of Undo State. Here's the federal government to divest itself of the responsibilities which are local, pointing out that as a federation, the state should be able to determine the number of local governments they want. That is there in the Vanguard newspaper. I'll be taking two more stories from the Vanguard newspaper before turning to my analyst for some perspectives. You have this one from your state where Olubado in council to review honorary titles. Four days after the presentation of the staff of office to Obale Kombalogun, Ali Okumade II at new, as new Olubado. The Olubado in Council yesterday resolved to review honorary chieftaincy titles conferred either wrongly or rightly after the coming Ramadan fast. The Council said this after its meeting at the residence of the new Olubado. That story is in the Vanguard newspaper. And the final story I'll be taking from the Vanguard newspaper comes from Ghani Adams. He says, God not happy with Nigeria's situation. Ariel Nokakam for Yoruba Land, Ghani Adams, yesterday expressed worry that God is not happy with the present situation in Nigeria, insisting that the 21-day program slated for the Ilidumari Festival was to honor and appease God. Adams disclosed this at a briefing in Ikeja, Lagos, while unveiling the program for the celebration of the 2022 edition of the Ilidumari Festival in Lagos. I'll be going on a quick break when I return. I'll be getting some perspective from my analysts. Stick around. It is still freshly pressed on Fresh. 107.9 FM. Yewa Land Gospel Crusade. Hallelujah. Igbala la wale desile yewa. Hey, you didn't let it be Bubuenia. Sipi, soji sagbanba. Hey, it's Bubuenia. You are posting it now. Nile yewa. She had big calere. Hey, soji alagora ye. Yo, waye. Lojo keri. Dilo bonsi ogujo ushu keta odo ye. 16 to 20th March 2022. Papa Ishiri. Bonwa la visit by Gateway International Stadium. Ni lui laro. Ni soji na. Yo, tima waye o. Yo, tima bere. Ni agubu mani ro. Leo jojuma. 5 p.m. daily. It was on your mashele. Aro yo mani. Afojo yo mani na. Agan yo madolomo. Neba ti olu shwe gutan. M.A. Oke. Ajiri re agba yeti jwa. Posoli na. Ni ori le de Nigeria. Ati awen le shio loru mira. Ban shenshen na che. Baba wa. Olu shwe gutan. Ati oma we. E.S. Awojide. Alaga. Yika alona. Ati pakeji are jwa. Posoli na. Ni ori le de Nigeria. Yo wa nikale. Leti ma sore fungu gwenia. Dito rina. Ero witi witi. Lati. Bokia. Ide rogo. Owode yewa. Okio dan. Atanta. Ayetoro yewa. Ijon. Ojon dan. Ime kwa ti Fresh 107.9. Your feel good radio is just a dial away. Welcome back. It's still freshly pressed on Fresh 107.9 FM. Before getting some perspective from my analyst, there's this uh, story here in the Punch newspaper. Police arrest 11 for burning Ogumon act to death. 
state suspects state suspects excuse rather okay police arrest 11 for burning ogmonak to death state suspects excuse no fewer than 11 suspects have been arrested over the killing of Oba Anyide Odetola, the Olu of Agoro town in the Iwekoro local government area of Ogun State. Odetola was visiting the gravesite of his late brother in January to clear the premises when hoodlums stormed the location. The gang attacked Odetola and his relatives before whisking him away in his vehicle. They were said to, they were said to have driven the monarch to a nearby forest where they set him ablaze in the locked vehicle. The Zone 2 Police Command on Monday confirmed the arrest of 11 suspects in connection with the killing. A statement by the spokesperson for the command, SB Awa Idris Adamu, revealed that the police acted on the petition from one Odetola Okuribido on behalf of the Okuribido royal family of the town. That story runs on and on there in the Punch newspaper. I have my analyst in the studio with me already to give some perspectives on some of the stories. Good morning, Akim Kareem, and good to have you. Good morning. How are you? Very well, thank you. Uh, let's start with this story here uh, in the Punch newspaper where ASU has extended its strike. And the federal government is saying that it has met all the demands of ASU. It seems, um, uh, you know, it's. It, I, I don't know how to... I mean, let me look for a way to put it. I shouldn't say I don't know how to put it. Uh, on one hand... ASU is extending the strike by eight weeks. On another hand, the federal government is saying that it has met ASU's demands. Uh, who do we believe here? And if they have met ASU's demands, why would ASU still be on, be strike? on strike? What exactly, what exactly is, going is going on at this point? Yes, I think uh, in a situation like this, um, it is very convenient to it's very convenient for for us to say that uh, there has to be a midpoint mid for both sides. And uh, I think that's it. Practical thing to do. Uh, the shenanigans uh, that the Nigerian government has started with. Initially, the first thing we heard was that Minister saying they did not even know where to meet Asu. And uh, Asu responded by saying, Our leadership is permanently in Abuja. They're always there ready to attend to you and meet with you every time you, you desire to meet with them. And so I think um, that, that was how it started. And uh, on one hand, you have a uh, I don't know who made this statement that we have uh, that, that Asus demands have been met. I also know that in the battle yesterday we discussed this issue, and uh, there was, a, I think, the permanent secretary or somebody in the Ministry of Education who said that they were not going to negotiate with Asu at gunpoint. At gunpoint. <coughs> right, so when, when you say you cannot negotiate at gunpoint, somebody who works for the government, another person who works for the government says, "I met all your demands." That's the so, Minister of State for Education okay. saying they've met Asus demands. He listed those demands. Uh, and so. And so you, you, you now wonder who is saying the truth. Mm. But apparently, the cup is either half full or half empty. Uh, apparently, it's the same cup we are talking about. Apparently, they will have different point of views. But I also remember that the, a few weeks ago, the federal government of Nigeria tried to constitute or indeed constituted a committee to renegotiate with yeah, us. And so, if you are saying logic and uh, you are able to do critical thinking, and analyze issues critically, deeply, not on the surface, not on the periphery, mm. then you know that if indeed you have met all their demands, what are you negotiating? Mm. If indeed you have met all their demands, what, what negotiation are you saying you don't want to do at gunpoint, you know? And so in my estimation, the Nigerian government, uh, uh, not just this particular government, but now government is a continuum. This government has inherited uh, assets and liability. And one of the liabilities that has inherited is that ASU, there was an agreement with ASU in 2009, and uh, till now, according to ASU, this has not been implemented. 
And now, you, instead of implementation, you are asking for a renegotiation. And uh, I, I don't know. They also have his uh, modus operandi. They have their ways of getting things done. But I think uh, both sides need to consider the interests of the students who, who are going to start home now. Twelve weeks. Twelve weeks is three months. Mm. That's like a semester mm. or close to a semester, you know. And um, if students are staying at home during this period, very few of them will do anything productive. Very few of them will go to learn to uh, to learn uh, skills or or, or or learn things that will hard value to them. A, 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 a lot that we cannot count will go into that they do not need to go into because of the situation. But I think the most important thing for me is that uh, the skills of negotiation should come in. Also should, uh, I think also should also shift. Not that they should shift and forget about their, about, about their demands, but they should shift from their position. And I think one of the ways of shifting is by extending that warning strike. Well, because I listened yesterday when they were saying for four weeks, the Nigerian government never made any attempt to meet with them to discuss. That all they have been doing is go to the press to, 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 to uh, appeal to the guy Larry and not face the facts and not face the issues ahead. But when, when you look at it, uh, the disposition of the Nigerian government to things that affect majority of Nigerians is not too encouraging. Look at how the last phase scarcity was handled uh, and how uh, an appointee of government uh, unknown to the people, an appointee of government unknown to the people, an elected appointee of government uh, came on here to say we have had worse for a crisis in the past <laughs> and so we should be used to negatives. This particular person he has a penchant for always comparing the the bad and the worse. That, oh, it was worse, and uh, I I I I doubt if he could be forward thinking and think that we should improve as a nation and stop reverting to the inglorious past. Because even the first basis for the election of the APC government of President Mohamed Buhari is that people were disenchanted with the Jonathan administration, with the Peter administration, and so people were that disenchanted. And at every instance that people issues happen, they go back and say, "Oh, it was worse than this. It was worse than this." What have you done, done to or doing to improve the situation? No. You know. Now, I, I do know that uh, you, I mean, you're proud of your alumni, Old Student Association and the likes. You always talk about it. But, you know, this is an issue. The issues of strike is something that comes up again and again and again. Now, you have Parent Teachers Association, for instance, who are also speaking, who are begging the federal government, you know, and ask you to resolve this issue. I'm thinking about the impact this will have on the students itself. Now they are losing about three months. That's besides other strikes here and there that, you know, internal strikes in some schools at some point, And you never can tell what could happen in the nearest future again. I do know that while I was in school, we had some major strikes, like maybe like three or... Go we had like an extra year, a whole extra year, you know, it was added to the whole thing. Um, when you look at the impact this will have on education system, how do we salvage the situation? Yes, I think Especially when it comes to students. Let's put the students now. Let's think about... Yes, the students are supposed about. to be the center of all this. Mm. And that was why uh, when the whole thing started, I was very impressed with the position of the NAS, National Institute of Nigerian Students, how they met with the minister. Uh, unfortunately, the minister did not, uh, do too, did not behave too decently. I learned the meeting that took place, but then I think the enthusiasm of the NAS leadership mm -hmm. has also waned. I don't know what can be responsible for that. <laughs> I don't know when people go to meet people in government, when they leave. <laughs> I don't know. 
you know you know you know better you and I, 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 I suppose you do you know and so now this incentive has waned I, I thought it should be a sustained sustained intellectual uh, 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 crusade I thought by now the NAS should have mobilized with the National Assembly should have, have a position before the National Assembly before the Senate before the House of Rep by now uh, leadership of the Joint Campus Committee in the various states should have petitioned the various houses of assembly, the state governors, by now, zonal leadership of ASU should have done things. They should keep putting this in the news. It doesn't happen that you just take one action and then you, you, you retreat. Mm. In our days, in the same moment, it was always no retreat, no surrender. No retreat, no surrender. But now, even before the battle has started, they have retreated. So you think now they should do more? Also? They should do more. It's not about, it's not about, it's not about going on the streets. Because going on the streets has its own dangers attached to it. There are a lot of people who are not skilled, schooled in the art of uh, uh, the, the, being at the barricades. Mm. Some of them have not witnessed their gas in their life before. Oh, you, oh you're already preempting that that's going no, to be No, you know the Nigeria states, you know the Nigeria states which unleash terror on students? You in- That 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 the thing. The next thing you hear is that they want to overthrow a government. Mm. We have heard that before, and so I think so, NAS should do more. NAS should do more on state level, as assembly level, press conferences. You know, go to TV shows, in, interviews, put pressure on the Nigerian government. The Nigerian government should do the needful. Mm. The Nigerian government, most of them have their children outside the shores of this country, studying, usually at taxpayers' expenses, directly or indirectly. And so, if the average Nigerian cannot go out to seek uh, knowledge and uh, education in those claims, then make it worth its ear, make it worthwhile ear. And at the same time, I further appeal. I also appeal again to ASU to also meet the Nigerian government halfway. Halfway. Mm. They cannot in negotiation. You cannot stick to your to your line and insist you are not going to take a step. And there, there will be a stalemate. Mm. And we don't need a stalemate here. Because, unfortunately, on the long run, either ASU, no, it's not either, neither ASU nor the federal government has much to lose. It's the students. That's why I'm, the students I'm so, that, so and the parents that are going to once lose. Once they resume, you'll know some schools will rush the, the courses that should And make them you know, you have go to, to the next class. And have to move. You know, so, I mean, it's not, it's not so good for our educational system. Let's move from the story now to... Uh, story in the vanguard newspaper talking about an energy crisis in nigeria as nationwide black nationwide blackout as national grid collapses now the story says nigeria's national grid power grid collapsed again yesterday leaving the entire country without electricity supply i i think uh, saying the entire country is a little a little of a stretch because i know there was power across across the road from where they stay overnight so I know that it, it can't be the entire country that's, that's in blackout. But well, that's what the story is saying, that the power grid has collapsed, that is, in, in the country. Of course, uh, the Minister of Power is already having a meeting with uh, operators you know, of uh, you know, Genkos and the likes you know, to get a solution to what's going on. But what's your take on what we're currently experiencing now that the power grid is down? You have the Association of Power Generation Companies, that's APGC, blaming poor management of the grid on the transmission company of Nigeria. Look, look we spoke about this in the yesterday. Mm. At that time, when we were talking about this, we did not even know that there was going to be a total shutdown, collapse of the national grid. 
And I, I said to you that in my house where I stay in Ibadan, that probably in six days, consistently, six days, 24 hours by six, I'm not sure of the figure, we have not had electricity supply from the service provider, and we have had to rely on our pass-by neighbor, and we have to struggle for the fuel, petrol at 180 at thereabouts. And so the issue for me is that this is a this is a very terrible stormy times for Nigeria, for an average Nigerian. Uh, I know for a fact that the middle class in Nigeria is totally wiped out. In Nigeria, it's either you are rich or you are poor. And uh, the truth of the matter is that uh, majority of Nigerian workers, except they have access to the treasury, are actually poor people. For people, you can do do the definition of who is the poor person. So you mean people who have not had access to the treasury can't be rich in Nigeria? When you're a Nigerian worker, is I doubt it. Okay, when you're I, in Nigeria, I, I doubt. I doubt. I doubt how you can be rich. But I'm following you. Yes. So I know that majority of the Nigerians are poor people, and uh, one of the things they need to make life easy for them is energy. And this energy, the failure of government to provide energy, electricity. Now, the, all this semantics, all this strange, big, big grammar and uh, transmission, uh, it's not for us. I listened to, was it you or Olake last week? Would people just want light? Huta? That, is that, I think that's what we call it in the I call it Huta. We want electricity. They want power. They don't know where you get it from. They don't care. They know that they have, they have, they have elected you to provide, to make life easy for them. But when this back and forth, uh, Jen Cosper said, yes, we are generating enough. They, they are not transmitting. Transition say no, they are not generating. We are doing this. Then later, Jenkins came out to say, Nanjango is owing us. Mm. Then I said, no, we have paid you. No, no, this is not for all these things are things that should be resolved at the government level. What Nigeria wants is result. I've said this many times. I will keep saying it. I will not stop saying it. People really care about efforts. What people want are results. results. Mm. Efforts really matter. Because until you get the desired results, the efforts will pay it to insignificance. That's why you buy say, otherwise you're not like Moshe. But some people, you look as if you want to say Moshe. But why would you situate it? A government permanently on vacation, medical vacation, perpetually on medical vacation. The other day... Well, we, the government is not just the president, as it were. Who else is the government? I mean, you have uh, the National Assembly, as, as it were. It's Do they have executive powers? Government? Yeah, I put, and now I'm the anchor now. Do they have executive powers? <laughs> So you think... Do they have what? executive powers? No, not at all. Have you not seen a minister in Nigeria that was sworn in the National Assembly and he said he will not go? Mm. Has it not happened? Is it not in this country? Can the chief of staff, Mr. President, an elected president, can he summon the minister and the minister will not, will not, will not jump there? Mm. We know where the power resides. Mm. Do you see this illusion of participating democracy uh, and the... Uh, what do they call that one? Separation of powers. Mm. Judiciary executive, it's true, it's lie. Mr. President is all in all. Even Mr. Vice President is not a part of the government, in my estimation. Mm. The other day, when Mr. President was away, and allegedly they said he handed over to the Vice President, and the Vice President sacked that person, do you know how long, Ms., how long it took to resolve that? Let me tell you, we are just, we think we are part of the democracy. Our democracy is more like, like we have emperors in leadership. We have emperors in the Mr. President. We have the emperor in the governors. And you can see Governor Kiridolu talking, saying that local governments should not have autonomy. Because they want to, they want to put them in their pockets. Because they want to, they want to be emperors who, who cut, who have all the yam in with them, who have the knife and cut little pieces. Take this small one. Take this small one. 
You don't get it. Mm. And on long go, you realize that the power that boosts Nigeria for the sick is not to pay that level of Nigerians, but to be able to, to be able to access our wealth, to be able to to be able to 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 to, to be in a position that they can they can oppress the average Nigerian people. Mm. So the go, leader, government, government to government and governance should be to improve the lives of the people. Should be to not just the ambition that I want to be president, I've contested five times, I've contested six times. You people have, you have seen the result now. Kind of national TV that I want to be president. As if, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Let's let's move from that because uh, we, we got to that by talking about uh, the power grid, you know, that collapse. But uh, you just mentioned Akira Dulu. Let's get to that story where he's saying you know, LG autonomy is a political ruse. It's deceptive. Uh, how 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 does he mean by by this? Uh, what do you think he's trying to uh, you know? you know, get at by this particular statement. But one of the things he said is that states should be able to determine the number of local governments they want. He also says that, and quote, the local government autonomy is a political ruse. It must be exposed for what it is. I do know, end quote, I do know, for instance, that some people have been, over time, they've been talking about local government autonomy, saying that state governments have been putting them in their pockets, you know, the development hasn't been getting to local governments because of state government interference. And now that you have, you know, the National Assembly pushing for autonomy for local governments, you have a governor saying it's a ruse. That, that's not the way it should go. Not just the governor. The governor who is a senior advocate of Nigeria... Mm. The governor, who is, I think, uh, the leader of the Southwest Governors, mm-hmm. I'm not mistaken. Yes, the chairman. Yes, a, a second-time governor, a powerful governor. A governor who used to be the president of the Nigeria Bar Association. Very true. So you cannot say this person is talking from a position of ignorance. He's talking from Planet. a position of knowledge. Mm. He knows what he's saying and he's sure of what he's saying. And now, don't forget, we said earlier, I said to you like a week ago, when we were discussing this issue of constitutional review, and people would talk that was the end of the world. I said to them, you're only living in a fool's world. The governors will block all these things that you think National Assembly have done. Mm. Because you see the two thoughts of the of the eyes of assembly for this to scale through to become law before Mr. President's assent or decline assent. And now we all know, rightly or wrongly, that the as of assembly are controlled by the executive. If not, how can when the issue of uh, um, independence or uh, as assembly came up some years ago, they voted against it. The supposed beneficiary voted against it. And I said to you that the governors will work against this. And so now, it's even less than one month. We have not even reached that stage where they are transmitting these bills to the as assembly for uh, assent, uh, bill by bill, point by point, for them to agree or disagree. So when we have a two-third that it can be seen as an amendment of the constitution. And now we have seen a representative of the unknown to law governors forum coming out to tell us the direction they are going to follow. Mm. And so well, now uh, Governor Kedu is telling us that uh, local where can the uh, states can determine the number of local governments. Why is that? Yes, you can say if you have parties a proper federal Or the funds meant for local government administration and their usage allegedly ends up in the pockets of people who work for the state government. Majority of the money for the local government really gets to them. All the 36 states, maybe one or two, I don't even, I'm, sure, I'm not sure of any that the local government are really autonomous, are really have the autonomy that they need. Mm. They always tied to the April spring of the of the executive governors. And now the National Assembly is trying to reduce this influence 
so that it can aid development, so that local government can be involved in education, so that they can use their resources for the people in their domain, so that the environmental issues can be taken care of so at some level, security can be improved at that level, healthcare, primary education, basic things that the state government has no business in. The problem we have in Nigeria is that the federal government doubles into what it has no business with. What is the business of federal government with? You go to business authority. What? What? Now, the state government now also leave their responsibilities and go and double into what is not their business. Look at my administration. Purportedly on the basis of the, the flawed constitution. Purportedly on the basis of a constitution that we, not, we do not even know who goes to the constitution. But they say, we the people. And I don't know when we the people elected or appointed anybody to write that constitution. In 1999, the first mistake we made was to allow was not the participants of that democratic era was to have gone into that those contests without knowing the constitution they were going to use to, to hold the office. Even the people that were sworn in May 29, 1999, saw the constitution a day or two before being sworn into office. So how can anybody, a son for that matter, a former NBA president for that matter, now say to us on, on, on openly that local government administration should be under the wings and caprices of state governors. So are, are they not emperors? Are they not trying to be emperors? Are they not trying to be dictators? Now, uh, you, you pointed out that he, he is a lawyer, is a son, you said former NBA president. He should have an understanding, a proper understanding of the law. And also, he is now in his second term as governor. From experience, you don't think experience and his understanding of the law come into play in this particular issue? I think all the knowledge that people have pale into significance when vested interests manifest. Mm. All knowledge, either Quranic knowledge, biblical knowledge, uh, esoteric knowledge, whatever knowledge people have, pale into significance when the moment that other vested interests, pec pecuniary interests, of, or interests of power, hold on power, or hold on finances come into play, all those ones have to succumb. And in this case, all this knowledge that uh, uh, Governor Kirill has knowledge uh, have succumbed to his interest, vested interest on the local government issue. But I'm very sure that if he was still the NBA president, he would have a different point of view. And you will see anytime the NBA is going to make a position, they will make a contrary position. Because usually we have people who only say the truth when they are not in government. Mm. And when they are in government, they only say things that are convenient for them. We need to go on a quick break. There's just one story I need us to touch on before we open the phone lines, but I'll be right after this break. Stick around. It's still freshly pressed on Fresh 107.9 FM. The Honorable Minister of Communications and Digital Economy, Professor Issa Ali Ibrahim Pantami, invites all government agencies, security organizations, diplomatic corps, corporate and private organizations that use radio frequency spectrum licensed by the ministry and all users and vendors of walkie-talkies to the Federal Ministry of Communications and Digital Economies two-day radio frequency monitoring week. Date, 14th March 2022. Roadshow at Alaba International Market and Environs, Lagos. 15th March 2022, Stakeholders Forum with the theme, Effective Approaches to Radio Frequency Spectrum Monitoring. Venue, Digital Bridge Institute, former old Nitel Training School, Oshodi Lagos. For inquiries, call 0803-438-0296. For remote participation, visit www.comtech.gov.ng. Announcer, A.A. Ladan for Permanent Secretary. Fresh 107.9. Your feel-good radio is just a dial away.
Harper, welcome back. And why time is fast spent. It's better I open the phone line so I can get your thoughts or we could get your thoughts on some of the stories that made the headlines. The phone line to be a part of the conversation this morning is 080-3322-1079. I take the number again, 080-3322-1079. Ask the phone line to be a part of a conversation on Freshly Pressed on Fresh 107.9 FM. Once again, 80 Ten seven nine. That's the phone line to be a part of a conversation. Of course, uh, while we wait for your calls, uh, we'll be taking your calls uh, in a bit once uh, your calls come through. I think uh, some issue with the network. Uh, but uh, besides this, you can also try this other number, 0907-800-1079. That's 080-3322-1079 and 0907-800-1079. Those are the phone lines to be a part of a conversation on Freshly Pressed. This morning. We've taken quite a number of stories. Let's start with this number. Though. Let's start with this uh, caller. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. Good morning. Your name and where are you calling from? Hey, I'm Ustaz Nawajibu. I'm calling from Belkota. Go ahead, Ustaz. It's a pleasure being with you this morning. Yeah, you see, the issue of ASU, when medication has a side effect that is greater than the disease going to cure, I think the physician should have a change of art regarding that that medication. Mm. Asu is not helping anybody. Asu should do everything. In all the territory of the grudge against government, there was no way to say government is not paying them what is due to them. None of the issues they have now is that they want government to change the platform of payment. For God's sake, when did the employee, I mean, that's determining what the employer will use in paying it, for God's sake. They should have to think about it. It's affecting Nigeria. It's affecting even their own status, especially all over the world. Nigerian lecturers are known for strike and nothing again, no further development, no research work, nothing being done by them. I think that it's time for them to have a change of heart. Thank you very much. Thank you for your thoughts. Uh, okay, quite an indictment on, on uh, you know, lecturers though, saying that there's no research work. I, I do know quite a number of them um, do put in uh, good work, do put in good work when it comes to you know, research work. But then, up to your perspective on that particular story. Still, let's get to your thoughts. Uh, 80 1079 and 0907-800-1079. Angle, they brought uh, concerning that story, saying an employee shouldn't be determined to or determining, you know, how or the mode of payment, as it were, you know, the way ASU is determining or trying to determine it with the federal government. Still taking more calls, so let's see who we have here. Hello, good morning. Yeah, hello, good morning, uh, Mr. Lulu and uh, Mr. Kim Karim. Good morning, sir. Yeah, my name is Kolari Bolan from Mr. Yeah, I want to have my take uh, this morning, uh, first of all, on this uh, issue, you know, uh, making another two months, you know, to attend the strike. Mm-hmm. I know, virtually, the fact that uh, I know it's not the richest of my ass to do this, you know, but I know something is wrong somewhere. That's why if you recollect, Mr. Lulu, I said it uh, maybe a couple of uh, weeks ago. I said it that if you have somebody that is intermediate, you know, within the two parties, and that uh, the, the, what they are clamoring for cannot be solved, that's what you see checkmate person in between them, you know, mm-hmm. that is, that, uh, what do you call it, the minister of whatever, the two ministers, you know, 
they should be checked. You understand? If possible, they should maybe they should leave their job. You understand? Because the case at this, you know, is only being affected by the students. You understand? Like as to as it is now, they are trying to do some things. I asked someone yesterday. I said, in three months or one month, as to is going to go for the strike. I don't. I don't. It's not going to be paid. And that's why they are going to be paid. You understand? The fact remains that if that should be the case. They should try to suspend that. You understand? This strike issue because, yeah. So because of the sake of the students, I I just am pleading, seriously pleading to them. They should just hear the the parents. Thank you. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for your thoughts. That's uh, some perspective there. You're talking about the the minister for labour and also that of education. That if they can't resolve, you know, solve this particular issue, was suggesting that they resign. Why yes, I, th- I want to first comment about uh, the caller. I think you have a call. Okay. Hello, good morning. Oh, my. Do you turn off or turn down your oh, radio? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Lulu. Uh, good morning, Akim, the electable Akim Karim. Good morning. I'm Karim from Abeguda. You morning. see, government, the government we have today is so fickle. I am telling you, it's confused because of uh, what they claim they know that they didn't know. I am telling you, if somebody is coming up to say, that uh, in application of medicine, and then they're telling me that uh, uh, you can't determine for the government. I think it's it, it, it's to me uh, uh, something that that person doesn't know at all uh, that's within in application. You see, when a doctor gets scissors, will you allow the in your in your belly when they are doing surgery? Will you allow the doctor to continue, or other than raise a bright brow? You need to shout that, look, doctor, you have forgotten this in my bed. Change our uh, application and then do another thing for me so that I'm able to be healthy. And that's exactly what the answer was asking for, even in terms of the uh, utans or whatever they're asking for. ITPIS was not a good area for them, and they're asking you, change it. Why can't we change? So I think this opinion of government to continue to read Maru is not going to help anybody at all. They must stand up. Aimlessly, they have been one out for a long time. I'm telling you, let's, like you have said this morning, let, let them meet at a point. Mm. Why can't the government come up? Is it because of their greed? Is it because they just wanted to waste the time of students? Is it because they want to come, they don't know how to negotiate any longer? Thank you. I wonder, you. for how long will they continue to renegotiate? I'm asking, for how long? No, I'm not in support of all this uh, extension of uh, eight months or eight weeks Thank you for any longer. But at the same time, government should wake up to their responsibility now. Okay. Thank you very much. Thank you for your thoughts. My still taking more calls, 80 1079 and 0907-800-1079. But before I go back to the calls, Akim Karim, you were about saying something. Reacting yes, to my point is, you see, earlier, like a year or two ago, I'm sure, on this show myself and uh, like, uh, we discussed this issue of uh, as you many times, one of the demands. And I said emphatically, and I'm a trained head of human resource, I'm a trained HR personnel, I know what it entails, and I know that there are, there are rules, regulations that guide the, the employer-employee relationship. Mm. And I doubt, and I state emphatically, I doubt that the employee has the right to determine the mode of payment. Mm. I doubt that the employee is going to dictate to the federal government that, oh no, I don't want IPPIS, I want UTAS. You know, I know, I'm sure what is important is that you get paid what is important that if there are issues with IPPIS, like any system, like any system, virtual system, may have issues that could be resolved with time. I know resolution of one problem can turn to another problem elsewhere. 
But then, uh, on the long run, I still insist that the federal government and the ASU have to both leave their positions and meet halfway and resolve these issues in the interest of Nigerian students and their parents and the economy and everybody. The future of Nigeria is about our, our we are able to educate our teaming youth. Mm. And uh, any government that is what is onions, what is salt, is going to do enough, everything possible to ensure that the youth are educated because there can be no future for Nigeria. We cannot compete globally with other nations if we are lacking behind educationally like we are presently. Mm. Let's go back to the phone lines. Let's get your thoughts on some of the stories. Hello, good morning. Hello. Good morning. Good morning, I greet you. Greetings to you too. And I greet Mr. Yes, I, I keep carrying my gate to you also. Morning, sir. Engineer Afolabi, I'm calling from Songo. Go ahead. Uh, you see, the, the problem uh, with ASU and uh, the government, uh, we shift the, the blame to the government. The reason is this. The IBPRS that people are talking about, uh, Yoruba will say, when you are receiving salary, you are expecting to get your full salary at a, at, 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 a, at a at a blow. But in the whereby the salary is not consistent, so today they will give you thirty percent out of it. Tomorrow you might have seventy uh, percent. Next month you will get one hundred thirty percent. What is the meaning of that? That is the bone of the contention about IVRS between ASU and government. So they now came on to sit down. They say, okay, let us let us uh, bring out another modality. And a number was drawn, agreed by government. Agreed. So when they are arguing about a modality, why are they why the government why are the government failing? Why are the government still going back to the failing? Aspect of uh, the, the mode, mode of payment. You have just five the seconds. Five seconds. Yes, you see, so, so I think um, the government should be responsible. The government, the government is not uh, waking up to the responsibility of their own uh, uh, obligations. Mm. Good morning. Thank you for your thoughts. Engineer for Harvey. Still taking more calls. Let's get your thoughts on some of the stories. Submit the headlines. Uh, 080 33 and 0907-800-1079. Those are the phone lines to be a part of the conversation. Let's get your thoughts on some of those stories before... Okay, there's still time to take one or two more calls, so let's have your thoughts. 80 Hello, good morning. <coughs> Hello. Good morning. Yeah, good morning. Good morning in the studio to everybody. Mm-hmm. You have Solomon on the line. I'm calling you from Lagos. I came good morning. morning Long time. Sir. Good to have you, Solomon. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, in Nigeria, we love using proverbs. Emma Jekaru, Allah, and Kogu, Allah, Rube. Kalaru, Nazir, DDC, and Tove, Fulowo, Tokiwa, Fulowo, Joe, back with everyone, Fulowo. Look, it is only God. It is only God that we judge federal government and the ASU. Akim, you know where I'm I'm so angry with ASU. If you say you are fighting for the students, 
And at the end of the day, if you go for strike, you remember during the time of Ambassador, they were some for complete one year. They received their salary. What happened to those students who stay at home for one year? What happened to them? So as far as I'm concerned, look, it is only God that we judge two of them. Thank you. All right. Bye bye. It's been handed over to God now this time around. You know, I was about talking about something having to do with God earlier. Talk about but, uh, God. Let's, let's go back to the phone lines. Uh, hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. Oh my, do turn off or turn down your radio set. Please, if you're going to call the studio, do turn off, turn down, or move away from your radio set. Kindly do that. Hello, good morning. Hello. Hello, good morning. Good morning. Your name and where are you calling from? Oh, good to have you alive. I'm calling, I'm calling from the Academy of Go ahead. The issue of the, number one, the issue of local government autonomy. I believe we need, the, we need more pressure on the governors and the state of, state of assembly to do the needful. That is the area where people we, we are the common man, we enjoy the because of democracy. So because we are that on that on that of assembly. Mm-hmm. So that is going to pass the issue too. But the issue of the government we should not look at it. But the issue of ASU and the government, please let all of us face the reality. The ASU is not working for only salary. They said they are not doing they don't have the equipment to work very well to produce a good student. And they the other things in other countries. And then they are creating a new university. They need money. They are not at those tools that they are the equipment to go to the university. What are you talking about? Let the government take it. all of us. Let the government wake up to their responsibility. You don't have, you say you don't have money. Why do you get the money that you use to create a new one? Yeah. I dare brother. Let the designation of being a serious of education. Thank you for your thoughts. Right. Thank you for your thoughts. Uh, this is where we sorry, this is where we draw the curtains on today's edition of freshly pressed on fresh one zero seven. Point nine FM. Thank you for being a part of the program and thank you for your various contributions. Thank you for having me here, Lulu. Thank you, Akim Kareem. Until we come your way again, that will be tomorrow on Fresh Depressed, same time, same station. I am Lulu Fadoju Sain. Bye for now. Fresh 107.9. Your feel good radio, just a dial away. From the rock city of Nigeria, rock city of Nigeria, this is Fresh 107.9. Problem in all the finish. We can try to enjoy. Violin in all the finish. We can try to enjoy. Sekata kata ururu not the finish. We can try to enjoy. Problem in all the finish. So we can try to enjoy. We could dance like Oala. Yeah, do I love? 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 Yeah, do I love?